You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Holy Spirit testifies of Jesus. You see, when we think about receiving the Holy Spirit, often we're more thought of powerful works. And while that, of course, is what Jesus tells his disciples there in Acts chapter 1, you will receive power to be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the outer parts of the world. The, whole, the, the disciples were gathered together in that upper room and they prayed for those 11 days from Passover to, no, from Ascension, excuse me, from Ascension to Pentecost is 11 days. And that's actually a really powerful example of, of historic things so that it take, took 11 days travel from Egypt to Cadiz Bernea, the border of the Promised Land. And so anyway, that all has some deep meaning to the Heavenly Father. God never does anything without it showing His amazing works and amazing wonders. And here they were in the day of Pentecost and they're all filled with the Holy Spirit and begin to speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit granted to Matrins and many were able by to- with tongues to speak in languages and not everybody had languages everybody recognized. There were some of them that did. And these languages, they spoke about the great works of God and there was power for them to be witnesses of the glorified Christ at the Father's right hand, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit comes forth out of his glorified life. He says, <clears throat> uh, when he, Acts chapter 2, verse 33, where Peter says, when he ascended to the right hand of high, having received the promise of the Father, he pours out this which you now see and hear. The Holy Spirit came out of his glorified life. You see, we're not just witnesses of the G, of, of Jesus who walked by the Sea of Galilee, who lived in Capernaum and went about doing good, healing all who oppressed the devil, for God was with him, anointing him with the Holy Spirit of power. Friends, we are witnesses of the resurrected, exalted Christ at the Father's right hand who brings us into perfect fellowship with the Father. And that's where I want to show you something. You see, when we think about receiving the Holy Spirit, as I said a moment ago, we mostly think about power or often think about powerful works to do the work of God, to be his witness. But Jesus continuously showed that the Holy Spirit would come to bear witness of him, to take of what is his and to impart it to us, to show us the life he has in the Father that he has brought us into into now through his indwelling presence. And here in John chapter 15, verse 26, Jesus says, When the Helper, the Holy Spirit, comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. You see, that is the message today in this devotion. The Holy Spirit brings into you the knowledge of the Son. 
the personal practical experience of his heavenly life in you. Jesus says in chapter 14, verse 16, I will pray to Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, but I will come to you a little while longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you will live also at that day. You will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. I in you. You will see me. Where will you see me? In you. Jesus said, you will see me. Where do we see him? In us. Jesus in us. Colossians 1.27 is the will, is is the hope of glory. You see, it's in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory, you know it. And, and like Paul would say in Galatians 2.20, it's no longer I that live it, but Christ lives in me. Where do you see him? In me. It's kind of like Moses in Exodus 33, um, verse 20, where God says, to, earlier he says in verse 17 or 18, show me your glory. And then in verse 20, God says, you cannot see my face and live. And then we see in chapter 34 that Moses' face was radiant and he spoke with God face to face. Where did he see the face of God? In his face. Where do you see Christ? In you. The Holy Spirit reveals, testifies of Jesus. He brings the witness, the reality of Christ inside of us. And the Holy Spirit constantly wants to bring you into that continual consciousness of Christ in you. And he wants you to know him dwelling in you and with you. Let me read that verse again. At that day you will know that I'm in the Father and you and me and I and you. I am in the Father. In other words, when you have me, you have the Father. That is the fundamental mind of it. When you have me, you have the Father. Because if you have me, then you have the Father because I'm in the Father. And if you, I am in you and you in me. I know that the carnal mind, the mind without the Holy Spirit, cannot comprehend these things. But when you're born again and you are made spiritually alive inwardly, then this becomes a living experience, a living reality. And where you can look at others and see Christ in them. Oh, how I love this. And this, when we have this, is what makes us family. Friends, it's not that we sing the same songs and carry the same Bible and attend the same church that makes us family. No, while those things are all beautiful and wonderful and I love it, I love us having the Bible, I love us attending the church and singing together. What makes us family is that we are baptized by one spirit into one body. And we have the same Lord Jesus Christ and the same Father who's in and through us all and over us all, as Paul would say in Ephesians 4. Oh, my dear friends, this is so marvelous. 
And when you don't understand this, this is why people can say, you know, pastor, the method of singing, the style, the sound of it, I struggle with it. I wasn't raised with that. I was raised with the big church organ and I struggle with all these modern instruments and the volume of the speakers and all that. Well, why do you still come? I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't bear the thing to be anything anywhere else because it's like being home. You see, by one spirit, we are joined together. The methods and the ways is but the scaffolding, Ian Bounds would say. It's not the real house. It's the scaffolding. The real house is us being joined together by one spirit into fellowship with the Father through the Son in us. And the Holy Spirit testifies of Christ, testifies of Jesus, and that he is constantly among us. Paul is writing to the Corinthian church and he says, when you gather together in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, what makes us come together is that power of Jesus Christ. Oh, friends, this is what you want to focus on and what you look for. And I look at the scripture like this in Philippians chapter 1, Philippians 1, verse 19. Oh, I love this verse. And 20. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Lord Jesus Christ. No, again. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed but with all boldness as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain, and so forth. What was he saying? He says, I know that through your prayers and the supply of the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever I'm going through is going to work out together for my good because this is what I'm expecting will happen in what I'm going through. That Christ will be made manifest and magnified in my body. If I am going to survive this and live, or if I'm not going to survive it and die, that people will look at me and say, wow, did you see that man? That's not possible to be that way. When he died, like Stephen, when he was being stoned and big, ugly, brutal stones were hitting him on his head and on his whole body, bursting forth with, with, with blood. I don't mean to be gross here now. And all that pain and everything. And he kneeled down and with a loud voice he said, Oh, Father, please do not charge them with this wrong. Don't let them be condemned because of me. Oh, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he fell asleep. In other words, he died as he entered into his reward in the presence of the Lord. That is Christ being magnified in my body in death. Oh, I've seen it, friends. I'll never 
forget my dear friend Neil Coulson in Hereford, uh, the, one of the right-hand men of my dear pastor friend, Pastor Phil and Chris Arnold there in Jubilee Christian Center in Hereford. Precious people. I've known them for 34 years at least. Real saints of God who labor ab- abundantly by the grace of God. Amazing people that keep sheep and take care of farms. They're, they're amazing people. And, and here, Neil Colson, he was about to pass away. And every breath he took was, was an incredible act of his will to keep breathing because his body was dying so violently. And then a, 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 one of the caretaker, care people came into the room while we were there praying. And, and he was reaching out with Jesus to that lady. He always was reaching out to everybody about Jesus. He was a very educated and intelligent and powerful individual as he was one of the judges in the region, high up judge. And here I saw the life of Christ in that weak mortal flesh shining out of him. As the, as the care person came in and the love with which he was opening the door to Jesus for that person. And we were in the presence of the Lord manifesting in that frail dying body. So Christ was magnified in that precious man in his death and how glorious and great is his heavenly reward. And I pray God's grace on the family that were left behind that need to continue to carry out the mission that we have on this earth to be witnesses of the Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit. Folks, I couldn't bear the thought to be a witness of Jesus without the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, you will be witnesses unto me when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Wait, wait. Oh, how we need to have that yearning waiting for the Holy Spirit to reveal Christ in us so that we may share Him. I pray for you, husbands, that that is the passion of your marriage, that your wife may live in the presence of the loving Savior and His compassionate, caring, gracious, humble, gentle, meek spirit in you, and that she feels safe with you and she feels truly loved by you and not just lusted for, but she feels loved and appreciated and cared for. And you wives, that you so long for Christ in His humility and kindness and goodness to be revealed in you and your love for your husband and your children. And for all of you laborers in the Lord and saints of God, that your great joy is to see the Holy Spirit reveal Christ in you. And that you may be His witness in all that you are, say and do to the praise and the glory of God by giving us His Son. Amen. Have a good day.